0: Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the Fix Squad. The Fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing? Got him.
1: Got him. Oh. real hip hop revealed that the
2: fix. Pure, you can feel it in the mix. Finally, stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own
0: risk. Got him, beach balls, and life, giving them truth in it. Scream a revolution when only a few minutes. My sentiments is acting exactly everything that we do cut. Another reason to turn the volume up. Shish, know what we stand
2: doing on the ground when we Say it's no use, the culture was out of hand. But now, now that I reach, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days with the sunshine. Any good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah, revolving the
1: art, the shock, oh, where they keeping the beers so on the block, don't miss it. Welcome so to the city, stand up. James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers I promise, Santa reign here. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment. Faith that resides outside the lines. It talks your mind, cause it matters. Art, art, outside the box, we paste better. The fix is in, and we rock a channel. We rock with them for what's Expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live.
0: Take offense, take offense, judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they speak, so tell me whose face do they see? Repeat, take offense, take offense, judge by the fruit from the tree.
1: But if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they seek, so tell me whose face do they seek?
2: Yes, sir. You tune back into the fix, your source of faith infused, hip-hop RB and poetry. It's your boy, DJ Focus Checking In. What's good, good people? Thank y'all for waking up with us. Tice Gamble will be joining me shortly. Listen, this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. We're so grateful that we get another opportunity to uh, just have some life still in us. We know God woke us up this morning. He still has a purpose and a call for us. So just continue to take your prayer language to a, a, a new level. Um, Let's continue to grow as we uh, study and fast. We really want to make sure we walk in our purpose. So I just want to motivate everyone. Listen to me this morning. Come on, let's get up. Let's be great today, kings and queens. Let's continue to be those ambassadors for Christ that God has called us to be. Listen, y'all know we got another fun packed show for y'all again today. Of course, our mission is to expose the culture to positive but relevant music that keeps Jesus Christ at the center of the message. And our Real Talk conversation today, come on, we're going to talk about it. Listen, is marriage even still a real thing? Like, do singles even want to be married? We're going to talk about it. You know, we're going to dive into this conversation where, you know, we see a lot of, you know, singles now who are just comfortable with just, hey, let's be real, just shacking up or just, you know, living together and not really thinking that they have to go the next step as a believer and, uh, you know, get married. So we're going to talk about is marriage still a real thing in 2023? Is that something that singles uh, aspire to be, you know, be married one day and and understand the covenant and understand what the marriage represents? So keep it locked for, of course, that uh, Real Talk conversation. And uh, our spiritual detox, come on, we're going to go to Indianapolis and uh, get one of the the best to do it right now, man. One of the young, up-and-coming, hard-hitting linebackers for the Indianapolis Colts. Grant Stewart will be joining us today, a.k.a. G. Steezo. He's making his debut as an artist. he got new music that he's working on. Plus, uh, you know, we talk about faith and sports all the time on the show. So, of course, we're going to definitely uh, tap in with him and talk about his faith journey and everything he got going on. And uh, I'm just amazed at so many just talented athletes who are still, who can be artists too as well. So, yeah, y'all going to be surprised. We're going to debut uh, his uh, song today. Uh, he got a new track out called Empty. If you haven't heard it, yeah, we're going we gonna to play that thing for you today. And uh, we definitely want some reaction. Uh, definitely uh, DM us, email us, let us know what y'all think about the track when y'all hear it. We got some news to report before we uh, get to this music. Uh, listen, prayers are up for Ty Tribbett. Uh, He is doing well, but we do know um, following an unexpected incident that he was uh, rushed to uh, urge to the emergency um, because he had a notable uh, injury, which was described as pretty much like a gash on his face where he had to get some stitches. Uh, But he is doing well. Um, but uh, the doctor did tell him to rest. So I pray he's getting the rest that he needs so he can get a speedy recovery. But listen, Ty, you know, he he went to his uh, social media pages saying, listen, he's still trying to make the West Coast leg of the reunion tour. So, yes, I know the reunion tour is going down if it's in the city near you. Listen, Ty Tribbett's on that thing. Uh, listen, Israel Hall and Kirk Franklin. The Clark sisters listen, any and everybody. That, that thing is, is ridiculous. So definitely tap in if you can see it. But we definitely are praying for you, Ty. Continue to rest get in, and uh, get uh, everything you need before you go back out there. We don't want you to hurt or re-injure anything um, that this uh, accident happened. Of course, we got to talk about the smoke. We've been talking about it the last, you know, two, three days. Uh, we know that, you know, D1, our brother, he went on the Sway in the Morning Show. And he has some opinions about you know some of the OGs in hip hop still glorifying murder in in some of their in, in their, some of their music. So he called out names. You know, it gets uh, personal when you call out names. So yeah, D One called out Rick Ross. He also called out Meek Mill. Uh, they actually have a song out right now called "Shaq and Kobe." And uh, D One was just saying, you know, at this point in the gang for. Rose and Meek Mill you guys don't have to glorify you know any type of violence and and things of that nature so it got a little heated. I know pretty much everybody's been reposting it on on Instagram, on Facebook Um, of course Rick Ross responded to D1 saying hey you know just be the philanthropist that you are. Don't worry about me we've been uh, doing some things over here 20 plus years of helping the community giving out turkeys and Blessing, uh, you know, pregnant moms and, and different things, and D One responded back, just saying, "Hey, listen, you know, we're not uh, talking specifically about you doing the things you're doing in the community and helping the community with giving away food and helping, of course, you know, single moms. We're just talking about the content that you you choose to continue to put in your lyrics. Uh, so, yeah, you know, I, I pray that I'm be honest with you guys that uh, Rick Ross and D One do have a little conversation whether it be you know somebody set it up through a a, a little group chat a text chat or some type of conversation because I, I think both sides need to just really be able to sit down in front of each other I pray it's a healthy conversation too as well not a uh a back and forth of you know where it's disrespectful i think it was some shots thrown on both sides that yeah you know we we need to be mature about these situations when we you know we can agree to disagree but we don't have to be disrespectful so yeah i'm praying for you know uh some you know a resolution in this and and just you know prayerfully you know like i say rick ross and d1 can have a conversation i know they were on sway so i don't know if uh our brother Sway is working on setting that up but I, I know some plenty of us in the radio industry and plenty of us uh, that are listening that are connected to both of them that can really set that up and uh, maybe yeah you know we, they it can get some understanding because there does need to be a standard we talk about it all the time right here on the fix too as well there should be a standard we do have to hold ourselves accountable for our actions too as well because whether we want to or not we are leaders we are role models people do listen to us Uh, support our music, support us uh, on the radio here, and follow us. Let's be very clear. So with that comes a responsibility. And I know both of them know that. So, yes, yeah, we're going to keep you all up to date with that story. I know uh, D1 also called out um, Jim Jones, too, as well. So, yeah, and I know Meek Mills uh, responded, too, as well. And Meek Mills has done some some powerful things, too, as well, with uh, some of the brothers when you talk about prison reform. And D1 has uh, supported that in the, in the past. He even said that, you know, he, he has been a supporter of uh, what Meek Mills has done with prison reform and helping brothers when they get out of jail to get back on their feet. And, and yes, so we, once again, we, we uh, you know, for anybody who is listening, you know, that is in the circles of the Rick Rosses, the Meek Mills or the Jim Jones, we, we are not saying that they are not doing powerful things in the community to help the community. We're just saying at this state in the game, Let's talk about both sides. Uh, let, let's let's continue to, uh, you know, put out some stuff that can really help some of the young black men and some of the youth. And not only that, some of the adults within our community to stop the black on black violence, stop the black on black killing. Yes, we, we, we got to talk about both sides. We talk about social injustice all the time and we want that to stop too as well. But yeah, we, we need to continue to talk about, yeah, we can't get put fuel to the fire of black on black crime either. That That shouldn't be, you know promoted in any form of fashion. So we're going to keep y'all up to date for that. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. You know The Fix is in. Welcome back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into The Fix, your source of faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. Y'all know what time it is. It's time for our spiritual detox. And listen, we got a special one for y'all today. I need to start charging y'all right now for all these exclusives, man. Uh, we, We talk about faith in sports all the time, man, on the show and how they line up and Yeah, when we get uh, super talented artists uh, uh, and athletes and and have the combination of the two uh, unite, I, I just really feel like God is glorified in that. So listen... Y'all might have seen him cracking some heads on the football field, man, laying jokers down because that's what he like to do. He like to put that hammer on jokers and make sure uh, they they think twice when they come across that middle or maybe a kickoff return or a punt return. <laughs> He's yeah. been doing it for a high uh, at a high level for a long time. Listen, help me welcome in super talented Grant Stewart, A.K.A. Now you need to call him GStizo. What's good, brother? What's good? What's good? Man, we're good, man. I'm excited to talk with you, man. So, first, for those who may not know, man, share a little bit of your faith story with the people, maybe how you developed your relationship with Christ before we talk about everything else you've had to overcome and everything you've done in your career.
1: No, for sure. Uh, no, it's certainly uh, a long story. I just want to say uh, appreciate you for having me. Uh, I'm excited to be here, excited to, you know, share my story. Hopefully, something I say can, you know, inspire somebody else um, or, you know, help connect the dots or somebody that's, you know, searching for God. Uh, but, you know, for me, you know, I grew up in the church, uh, you know, my, my father is black. My mom is white. Uh, so, you know, went to, you know, grew up in a black church, uh, which was very musical, right. Uh, was always, uh, you know, playing the drums, uh, praise dancing and, and other stuff like that. Um, but like I said, I grew up in the church, but I did not really grow up, uh, knowing God or having a relationship with God. I kind of just grew up, uh, I guess, in the church culture, but not really like with any relationship or understanding of who God was or, or you know, even never had read the Bible or anything like that. And that kind of just continued uh, throughout my whole young life. And, um, you know, I kind of was always singing in the church, though, um, and I'm super grateful for that, super grateful for my family. Uh, you know, for that and for pushing me in that regards, always singing and, you know, trying to interact musically with God. So for majority of my life, I really was only connecting with God through music. Um, and I kind of, you know, at, at one point, I guess you could call it church hurt um, or just, you know, aimless living uh, within myself. Um and you know, some of like me you know my dad was a minister and my grandparents were kind of the, the, the pastors of the church and stuff like that. And I felt like I felt the disconnect in that regard. I felt like I wasn't uh you know, I feel like I was missing some things. And uh at some point in my life, probably when I got to college, um, I really just disbanded the entire uh belief. You know, I felt mm-hmm. like, you know, if you know Through certain things with my dad you know my dad was in and out of jail and stuff like that i have siblings from you know multiple different women and and you know kind of i was always trying to you know walking with him and and following him mentally um and so whenever like uh certain things would happen or like he like i I guess i'm trying i'm trying to you know what i'm saying i'm trying to uh to save face per se but like uh at the end of the day it was hard for me to understand how certain individuals in my life that said oh they believed in god or they were a pastor or a minister or something like that um, how could they be doing certain things or how could they treat me this way Um, or you know how could they be living in a certain way and and you know then say that they or then and then preach at the church or something like that and so for me I just completely disbanded belief entirely um, and actually went on a journey to kind of figure out, you know, what the truth was, you know, I'll, I'll, up until the point to where I, I changed really all of my classes at the University of Houston. i changed all of my classes to religious studies type classes. I'm talking about I'm taking classes in Buddhism, Sikhism. I'm taking classes in, in New Testament theology. I'm taking classes and just introduction to religious studies. Just learning about all the Hinduism, all the different types of belief systems, right? And I'm because I remember sitting in my in my first uh, religious studies class, and you know. They were talking about you know what i'm saying you got to respect everybody's truth all this type of stuff and i'm just kind of like well everybody not right you know like <laughs> you right. know everybody everybody can't be right like if buddy say he the only way he's right or wrong you know um and so uh you know I, in that space and time um i kind of developed uh, self-idolatry I mm. I, de- I developed uh, you know I put my relationship my very toxic relationship and my relationships with women in general uh, kind of put that as like an idolatry in my life to where and football as an idolatry in my life to where I was always you know trying to uh, fulfill myself in these areas um, mm. and at the end of the day you know Throughout my studies, my academic studies, scholastic studies, there was nothing that was... No religion, no belief system, no text, no scripture, no documents were holding up to the same amount that the Holy Bible was holding up, right? Like, when you look into Buddhism, it falls apart uh, academically. When you look into uh, Islam, you know, that falls apart academically. Um, just, just when you study the scriptures and what it says about the Bible, it just, it falls apart. Um, and every, every single thing historically, academically was falling apart, except for the Holy Bible. Um, even the extra biblical sources and stuff like that. But I was, you know, very hard headed. That really couldn't convince me that I should live my life, you know, based on that or something like that. And so I, I really just started to pray this consistent prayer of like i remember i remember praying to this day like it was like god if you're real i just ask that you can reveal yourself to me in a way that i cannot deny that you can reveal yourself to me in a way that i cannot refute um because you know at the end of the day every human being has a desire to connect with something greater than themselves and not everybody knows but like you know that's the creator of the universe right it's, it's, it's the most high god that we all have a deep yearning and desire for to connect with and build relationship with. Um, And so, you know, I just kept praying that prayer and praying that prayer. And and I hadn't gone to church in like maybe a year and some change. And my uh, my cousin had been inviting me to this other church he was going to in Spring, Texas. Um, And so, you know, one day I decided to go, um, didn't tell him. You know, long story short, I pulled up with a with a flat back right tire. It was really hard for me to get to the church. It was like in a storefront, small church, couldn't find it parked across the street, walked into the church right on time, sat next to my cousin and them. And, um, you know, I had to put the fix it flat in my tire to get there and all this type of stuff. And, you know, previously, the only time I ever felt any connection with God was through music. Um, um, it, it was through, uh, you know, I could feel the presence of the Holy Spirit when I felt authentic worship going on around me. And when I engaged in that authentic worship, it had only happened one time in my life prior to that. And that was the day of my baptism, which was like six months prior to this. Right. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, what I'm saying I'm kind of flirting with the idea of giving my life to God, surrendering to him and engaging in this relationship with him. And it's like in the back of my mind, I'm praying, right? So it's like, I can't say I don't believe God exists. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Who I'm praying to. Um, And I'm praying this prayer with conviction, almost like an expectant belief that He is going to reveal Himself in my life. Um, Because through through many trials in my life leading up to this, I'm talking about my mom being addicted to drugs, uh, my dad being in and out of prison, me being forced to, you know, raise my siblings at a young age, learn how to drive a car at the age of 11 um you know through the course of all this type of things and then i had had built up this uh self-idolatry and this identity that it was I, i physically could not escape right there was nothing i could do to stop being this guy who i felt like was a horrible guy right i was a manipulator i was a cheater i was a liar i was a thief um You know, I I would I would know that I'm I was gifted with certain things and I would use those gifts to take advantage of of people, especially the women that were in my life. Um, And, you know, I felt as if part of it was, you know, just my own error. But Mm. I felt a large part of it was also just the environment that I was in and me kind of just following what I saw, you know, following the example set in front of me and nobody. You know would correct me you know and this was people that were in the church like y'all would see me bring a random female to the church when y'all know i've been dating this other girl for three years and nobody said nothing to me you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. um and it was like you know it was like oh as long as i'm singing as long as i'm in the church singing as long as i'm praying for my football team and so through the through, through through all those type of things I had hurt a lot of people and I was like at 18 19 years old at this point you know 19 20 years old at this point and I realized man I'm hurting people and the people in my life that I really cared about I was hurting them right my little brother and my sister they they, they was watching me and one of the, the the people in my life who I hurt so bad told me like they're gonna be just like you grant like they're following what you're doing and you know, listening to stuff like that, and then really, I'm mean, t- when I tell you I was doing my best to change, bro. Like I was doing everything I possibly could, and I just could not change. It was like I would fall into the same temptation, or I would, I would manipulate the same way, I would lie. I, I didn't have the courage to be honest and tell the truth, and and to the point to where you know I was going to take my life. You know, and and thank God that wasn't successful. In that regard, and ever since then, I knew that if I didn't connect with God, if I didn't find some higher purpose of being here, I wasn't gonna last here very long, right? um, Just because I felt like I wasn't doing nothing here but hurting people. I physically cannot change, so what? What's up? You know, what I'm saying like, I'm not just gonna keep kicking it, you know. And uh, you know, so this was the day, September twenty second, twenty nineteen, where all of that shifted me to just think about God for a brief moment and le- led to the decision to go to that church you know so yeah man I'll praise to the most high man I'll praise God you know and uh that's powerful yeah, so, yeah I appreciate
2: it yeah that's powerful listen DJ focus we got to go to a quick break I promise you don't touch that dial we coming right back with more from Indianapolis Colts linebacker Grant Stewart aka call him G Steezo right now with that these bars keep it locked yeah. you tune into the fix you know the fix is in new videos meet Devos and more. Stay connected. Stay connected. Get the app now so you don't miss a thing. Visit holyculture.net. Welcome back. DJ Focus. Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix. Uh, we still got a professional football player and now artist Grant Stewart on with us. So come on, man. Um, powerful testimony, man. But uh, let's talk about this music for a minute. So first, let, let's be clear. We are celebrating anybody who loves hip hop. We celebrating 50 years of hip hop this year. What was that first moment for you? What's that hip-hop moment? When did you know you loved hip-hop? What was that first track you
1: heard? It was probably Joyful Noise by, uh, was it Flame? And Lecrae. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why uh, uh, the first uh, joint. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that joint. Yeah, yeah, I love you, it. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. 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 I he forgot about yeah. that track. Hey, that's a sleeper track. Yeah, hey. that was that's a that's a golden uh, Christian hip hop track. So. Yeah. Oh man. So I wasn't expecting that. I was actually expecting something else, especially because you say you from. Did you say you from Houston? Are you from Houston?
1: Yeah, I'm from Houston. Yes, sir. Yes,
2: yeah, sir. I was. I was. I was ready to hear some slow and steady, like you know. What I'm saying chop down. Nah, I, you know, nobody. Nah. No. 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 <laughs> in, no influences from Houston that, uh, that kind of you know got you in the music too
1: as well. Nah, I mean, uh, I listened to. I mean, my dad was always listening to the Christian rap stuff. You know. Okay. Uh, but. I listened to a lot of Eminem when I was younger. I listened to the, uh, probably my favorite one when I was younger was the, uh, the like Toy Soldier song. kind of, uh, kinda, uh I remember, I remember the, yeah, I remember the Toy Soldier's joint and I really liked the, uh, it was a song with, uh, Mary J. Blige. Uh, well, not Eminem not in it, but, uh, Runaway, La, 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 run away. Like I really liked okay. the, uh, the uh storytelling of Uh hip-hop that kind of allowed for that allowed for more content within the song because you know uh you know it's quicker lyrics than like singing you know so it allows for the development of a story and stuff like that which you know obviously um eminem does some of that and uh anything anything i really like the stuff whenever hip-hop would kind of combine with r b Uh, to create a better storytelling effect. Um, but yeah, that's probably the, that's probably the first track. Runaway Love probably was the first track where I was like watching the music video on, on YouTube and just every day I watch it and just listen to like, you know, how, I just like how it sounded, you know, so that's probably it right there.
2: What do you think we are? What do you think the culture is? The culture of hip hop right now, fifty years old. what where, where, where do you think the state of the culture is right now, in your opinion? And that's just all hip hop, not only Christian hip hop, but even mainstream?
1: Um, I think that I think that just hip hop in general is becoming so blended. Um, like to where you got kind of some pop rock stuff coming in with the hip hop. Mm-hmm that's still called hip hop. Now, you know what I'm saying? Like, like the newer artists or even, uh, the newer age kind of sound like Lil Uzi and stuff like that. Like it's, uh, you know, even the stuff that Drake is doing where he's blending, you know, the, the Jamaican culture and, uh, that sound and, uh, the, you know, the sound from Toronto and stuff. And with the, with the beats that are more like electronic, you know what I'm saying? Like it's a lot of stuff going on in hip hop Right. right now. Um, where for me I guess the state of it is like to each its own per se um, but as far as mainstream hip hop goes it's really hard for me to to connect with something right now um, just because it's, it's so blended um, and it's really hard for me to kind of place my like oh I really like that you know on something um, mm-hmm. I kind of find myself uh, listening to like say if I were to study the songs of Drake and stuff like that to, to listen to his cadences and appreciate the, the music per se, I would definitely go to something like he used to do. Um, but I would say that like, out of all the artists that are blending kind of all the sounds to creating this new kind of like uh, hip hop sound, I would say, I think I think Kanye is doing it well. I think not yeah. everybody will agree with me in that regard, but I think he's doing it well as far as, you know, even just finding the different artists to put on the songs with a different style of beats. Uh, like on the Donda album, you can see how he got all these different people on the album, all these different people, but the people matching the uh, the, the, the the track, you know? And, and so I don't know, I, I think it's pretty neat. I think there's so much a different style in hip hop. I can appreciate it uh, just because, you know, if you go 90s hip hop, you might hear like a similar sound across the board um, right. when you get into what's going on now, I mean, you can listen to, uh, what's buddy name Fabio Foreign, and you can listen to, to, you know, Lil Dirt. That's a whole nother, you know, <laughs> like that's like a whole nother type of music. Um, mm-hmm. so I can appreciate that because it gives you, it gives the listener some variety. Um, and I think that it also, uh, opens a door for us as, uh, Christian hip hop artists to, uh, explore some of these different musical avenues because some type of people only listen to drill you know yep. some people only listen to you know more of an r&b type drake uh black six lakh whatever you know what i'm saying type of type of joint and so when as a as a christian artist when when you can include the messaging in those type of spaces i think it just allows you to to get more people listening and get more people with open ears because at the end of the day the music don't sound good to somebody uh, it's difficult for them to receive the message in my opinion you know so uh, that's what i like about the current state of hip-hop
2: Let, let's talk about your music before i get you out of here uh you got this yeah. new single out empty uh one when i first heard it i am be honest with you, you you sound a little bit like a, a reach record artist named hovey i was like is that hovey because yeah. he's singing and yeah. rapping a little bit i was like okay yeah. that's, a, that, that's a nice little vibe so just walk us through your creative process for even making this empty track
1: oh man this track was made i think at like three in the morning uh with uh you might know him rick rogers um yeah, yeah rick rogers came to my house i was working on an album and I needed I needed it remixed. I just needed it all mixed at once. And he really was just mixing up my album. And he was like, you know, hey, let's let's listen to a few beats. He he basically said like he felt as if I had like a little bit because like, when you hear my album, whenever I drop the album, it's like it don't sound nothing like the empty song. I'm on there really? hard okay. rapping like um it's a whole nother style. Um, and he kind of was just like, hey man, like you know, what, what type of music do you like to listen to? What type of music do you, you know what I'm saying? And I, I kind of shared with him some stuff and he was like, you know, let's find some tracks. So he found one of the tracks and, uh, you know, it was like three in the morning. The song was really just made like I didn't write nothing down. Uh, you know, he uh, he told me like he I remember he walked out of the studio or really the, the upstairs part of my house. Um, he walked out of our makeshift studio and told me like just sit there and freestyle on the track feel what I'm feeling feel how the you know what this song is making me think about what the track is making me think about and uh yeah I mean we really just made it kind of bar for bar frame for frame um you know kind of back and forth like a couple of the lines he came up with on spot couple of the lines I would come up with we kind of just went back and forth and you know the song was created um and once we kind of got the hook um, which the hook really is the, the, all right, it, the the original hook was really that, Lord, you feel distant, so distant. That was really like the, you know, original joint. And it kind of just brought me back to that mindset that I was in, what I was sharing about earlier, when I just felt that emptiness, when I felt distant from God. And, you know, uh, I wanted to make sure in that verse, when I, in the verse that I had that, you know, I was talking with Rick, I was like, I need to make sure that in this track, the solution is provided, right? That I don't just talk about how empty and how uh, distant I felt from God, but you know, that I knew God was the solution. I prayed to God, you know? So it's kind of like, it kind of takes you back to that mindset that I was in that I think that a lot of people are in today. I've even gotten people reach out to me, say that that song helped them, you know? so but yeah uh that that's kind of that was really kind of the creative process you know it was like we we took maybe about an hour and some change to make it um it was very holy spirit filled um it was just kind of me and him sitting in two chairs going back and forth and uh the song was created and at the end i was like wow this is this is one of the best things i ever made and i've given way more effort to a whole bunch of other pieces that i've you know worked on um but you know i think that uh this was the one i was supposed to you know put out first i think it's the one that uh it was it's the it's the most free flowing that I've been in my creative process, even in a way that I'm singing, talking on there. Um, it was just, you know, me just trying to be as much as myself as possible, as opposed to focusing so much on the messaging. Because uh, if you listen up when I when I drop some other stuff, it's really kind of hardcore like messaging. Like, you know, we need to mm-hmm. repent this, this and that. Um, and this song wasn't wasn't created with that at the forefront. This song was created with like the flow and the feel and the sonic sound per se at the forefront. And God just kind of allowed the messaging to kind of work its way through because we didn't even start with no vision of this is what I want the song to be like. After we had like the the hook and the bridge, it was like, okay, what I want to talk about in the verse. So I want to make sure I'm providing the solution, and that was really it. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, it was. It, it turned out to be something that I think you know we're both happy about and proud of, and I think it's been doing a positive impact to the listeners. So,
2: so can we expect some with you and Rick on it? Rick, Rick on a, uh, a collab? Uh, you know, a couple of your songs is is he oh, is he? Yeah. uh yeah, yeah, because he, he got bars. Sure. People be, sleep, <laughs> yeah, be sleeping on Rick. Yeah, yeah, Rick got some bars, so that's good to hear. Anybody else in the, in the CHH or the gospel space you looking to work with?
1: Uh, Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, I have, you know, kind of I, – I send music to to other guys in the space. I got the opportunity to meet Hovey at the uh, Roughnecks game. Uh, okay. You know, and – uh. I don't think he knew that I was trying to make music or nothing like that. I just wanted to meet him. You know, I was obviously a huge fan of his music. Probably, definitely my favorite artist and really favorite artist overall. To me, he doesn't miss on anything he touched. Um, But, uh, you know, I uh, got the opportunity to talk to him. And then I was like, hey, bro, before you leave, like, let me just freeze. Like, let me just rap something to you right quick. And, uh, you know, I think he liked it or whatever. Uh, So I've been able to, you know, keep of relationship with him, which is cool. I kind of, I'll send him some of my stuff. Um, you know, I really like Ty Brazzle. I would love to work with Ty Brazzle. He's like top my five. favorite sound. Like, he's my yeah. favorite sound. It's the most original sound. Like, my favorite sound in, in the Christian space. Um, so, yeah. Probably them two, probably my top two I want to work with in the Christian space. Uh, I think the only guys I have on the album, obviously I want to work with Marcus Rogers as well. Um, I do like the passion that he comes with and the intensity right the only time I've ever performed live was with uh marcus and, and Rick um and I just was able to see him like the passion that he has for the people um and how that is fueled in his music you know um and that's what I can definitely appreciate you know and I think that that's where his forefront is when he's making his music you know what I'm saying you can kind of see everybody yeah. like oh like ty. I think his forefront is like this is the sound. This sound really good, you know. I feel like that's that's got to be at the forefront of his creative process. As where well. Marcus is like, this is for the people. He's really trying to help individuals and uh, give them some information that is positive, you know. And so, uh, but yeah, there's probably the people I want to work with the most. I got I got Rick on the album. I got uh, there's a, there's there's a song that Rick brought to me with him, and uh, I think a guy named Kylan on the album. Um, uh, a Anaviel the servant who kind of makes music in the uh Christian slash Hebrew Israelite space. He's on the album. Uh my wife is singing on the album a little bit. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's it'll be cool. It'll be cool. I'm excited about the album. Bro. I don't know what I'm gonna call it. I don't know when it's dropping. I don't got no God is gonna get it done. I hope you know.
2: So, yeah. That's that drop the mic moment right there, man. Yeah. Appreciate your time, man. <laughs> Listen to the you. people how they connect with you, man. Follow you on all your social media platforms.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, so I mean, you can find me on Instagram at Grant Stewart. Um, you can find me on Twitter at uh, GStizo Music, um, and then you know what I'm saying y'all show love to the first single it's Empty by G Steezo you know what I'm saying Empty by G Steezo kind of talks about my story um, a little bit and hopefully um, it can give you some positive frequencies in your ears you know what I'm saying but yeah (laughs) I appreciate your time bro I appreciate you having me for sure
2: keep it locked you're tuning to The Fix you know The Fix is in Holy Holy Culture Radio healing hope and how to lose DJ Focus Dice Gamble Ooh, it's time to get really these streets today, Dice. I'm excited. I like these combos. I so so it, listen. If you guys have not realized, me and Dice, we we vibe off of each other in these combos. And even when we have, uh, you know, we agree to disagree or we give different perspectives, it's still a beautiful thing because. One thing for certain, I know I feel about it and I know Dice feels about it. We love the fact that we are married and we understand what the covenant represents Mm -hmm. and we get a chance to represent that. I think a lot of people, they miss that too as well within the marriage. Like it's Mm -hmm. bigger than just you. You do Mm -hmm. realize your marriage should be getting other couples saved, like that's the whole point that's the system that god uh built within marriage so yeah let's talk about it is marriage even a normal thing anymore you know is is is, is that jacket edge song playing is ribbon in the sky playing anymore you know is is is, is that it that ain't it no more <laughs> in a society where side chick and side dude is you know the
0: thing to be huh I don't even know why you picked this subject today. This is just going to make some people so upset and angry. You know, but let's get into the statistics because uh new data from the U.S. Census Bureau shows that... of the U.S. population over the age of 15 was married in 2021. But when you break it down, you know, it does go a little different when you break it down by race. You know, 54% of the white population was married compared to 31% of black population. So we can just stop right there. I don't want to include everybody else, but I have questions. And I think my questions concerning marriage have to do a little bit with, the 60% drop in marriage over the past 20 years but also from a cultural standpoint like we of the melanated are just not for marriage much because
2: we don't want to do right
0: that's that's what I said I was like I just don't want to do right this is so corny like there's so many benefits of marriage everything from tax breaks huh? social security benefits you die you get money i mean the other person get money you know what i'm saying like we'll do insurance savings like you get benefits you get to experience life together focus you was talking offline how you and your wife just be hanging out and enjoying life like you get moments together things that make your marriage very intimate because only you two got to experience that you know things you can flash back and talk about you know remember that time we went to italy and we was on the bridge like you get this it's like a it's like a fairy tale you get everything you want you know and you get to you know uh, be in the bedroom as, as much as you like, you know. Hallelujah. Without a, Hallelujah. without a, huh? You get talk to about do, that yeah. Again. Yeah. Hallelujah! <laughs> talk, talk about <laughs>
2: that bedroom. Right, <laughs> right, <laughs> that I, that's,
0: I, that's, I, that's I, part. To, that's part. the place. Yes. Yes. yeah, that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, with, without conviction, like you ain't got to sneak out or feel weird or, you know, get nervous if you know. Like, it's just like, why not be married? And um here's the thing: marriage isn't for everybody. So let me be very clear before some of y'all spiritual folk jump on here. Yes. God has been very clear that marriage is close to that covenant feel that we have with Jesus. And then here's the deal. Singleness is also purposeful. And that's where God shows up in single people's lives as well in ways that he cannot in marriages and married people's lives. So there's a you get benefits from both. But the fact that it's dropped 60 percent over the past 20 years is a red flag for me and Christianity, because, you know, we know it's a lot of babies being made and it's a lot of sleeping around that's happening. And uh, if we're not holding our people accountable, focus, like shout out to Bishop C.L. Carter, First Missionary Baptist Church, uh, Atlanta. I just want you to know, like, he looked me dead in my face and said, do you love this man? Do you love her? Like, what is the plan? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, he didn't he didn't give us an out to say, all right, maybe you guys date for four or five years, hang out, live with each other four or five years, sleep around. He was just like, yeah, uh, what's the plan? The plan is to get married, right? Yes, sir. Okay. I'll come back on Thursday with your marriage license. I'll be in my office. And y'all better show up. Huh?
2: And y'all better show up.
0: <laughs> that was it. It was like, quit playing with God. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't do this. Don't do this. Like, this is no... Like, he was just so no-nonsense. Like, I, uh, you know, shout out to... Um, Bishop, I know they've been married for a long time, him and his wife. But it was just like, nah, no, no, no. We will not play games, Nike. If you tell me this is the one, this is the one. So now we must act like this is the one. This ain't a drag it out for three years, find you somebody else. You know, y'all break up to make up, break up to make up. Like you said, get the whole cow for free. Hey, it wasn't no cow for free. <laughs> we, ain't getting no, we, ain't, we ain't doing the cow thing for free. That's just... I'll be honest with you. I'm so petty-focused. I, if, I if I get a cow, out and, you know, I, I don't, I'm not on the cow, but if I had a cow for free, I'm definitely not going to come back and pay for it. I'm not coming back to pay for it. Because it was free. It was free the first time. So I ain't coming back and paying for it. Petty like that. But no, we, I, I don't know. Marriage is on the decline, but, um... I think it, it could go up, but I think it's about our commitment and our understanding of what God designed marriage to be. I think the world has made marriage a burden. Oh, so many fish in the sea. It's so much out here. You know, don't settle, don't settle. You know what I'm saying? Like, sleep around, like, shack up. Like, the world has made it okay to just be promiscuous. Every song from a hip-hop female rapper, you know, like, there's always this thing in there of sleep around and, you know what I'm saying, like society is like, yeah, don't don't be covenant-minded covenant don't be covenant-minded, don't be you know, that's mine, only mine you know, like, nah, that's everybody's you know what I'm saying so, we really gotta you know, I think protect our children as they're growing and really teach them the value of themselves and I mean, men as well, not just girls you know we need to teach women that but men need to know they're valued as well. Like, you know, you don't need to have a body count. You know, you got a 50 body count. Why you got a 50 body count? For what? First of all, you probably need to go to the uh, urgent care and get checked up. Make sure you ain't got nothing if you got a 50, uh, 50, uh, uh, 50 uh, body Lord count. Lord help oh. me. Lord oh, Jesus. help Because everybody you sleep with, you sleep with everybody they slept with. So if you're out here sleeping with 50 people, you done slept with all the 50 people they done slept with. So you thinking you got a 50 body count when really your body count like 3,000 and you don't know what these people got. And let's be honest, anything could pop up years later. So a disease, it might not pop up right away. AIDS, anything could pop up later on. And then you done have three babies. Now your baby's sick, you know, because you was out here. I'm going to get this 50 body count. For what? Like, hold yourself, you know, be, be be sacred, like consecrate yourself. Um, and trust me, that ain't nothing more sexier to a girl than a man who has not been out here sleeping with every girl. Like girls don't want that insecurity of every time I go somewhere and a girl walk in, you don't hit that. Women don't like that at all. Ain't nothing cute about that. So just like with a girl, ain't nothing cute about, Oh Eric, every time we go somewhere, some dude walking in, you don't slept with like this. something like that. It, they just don't. So <clears throat> anyways, focus. I know this ain't what you want to talk about, but, I felt like I needed to share that perspective uh protect yourself okay and if it's meant for you to be married God will send that person to you and they're gonna be perfect for you it'll be absolutely perfect so
2: they, they will be perfect for you and, and I think that's the, the the issue is I think <laughs> I think a lot of people are not so so first thing when I think about when I think about marriage I think about family values and I don't know if this is even important to any people anymore. Seriously, I, like I, that's why I wanted to talk about it. Because I'm like, yes, when I think a sense of family, I just, I, once again, I was in a blessed place. I know this is not everybody's situation, but yes, my household had my father and my mother, and they were both married, and our siblings. So the first thing I think about within a marriage is having the structure of the family and raising kids, like to me, that's super important. I don't, I don't, I don't know if it is high on everybody else's list. And you brought up the, the stats too, as well. We know a lot of these, uh, single people who are living together or shacking together or just in these relationships, a lot of them have kids. So we talk about it all the time. Uh, and just from my perspective, I think it's problematic to have all these different kids and you can't be in the household with the kid. I just really think it takes away from, one, showing family values, two, showing off what God wanted. I remember, yeah, it's plain as day when I opened up Genesis and I started doing studies on why God created Adam, why he created Eve and what the fruit meant. Be fruitful and multiply and what that meant to me and how that lined up for me. So for me, I took it very seriously. Uh, Absolutely. Did I have some moments, like you say, when I was young and dumb and yeah, I had some body counts dice I ain't proud of, but of course, uh, I'm not doing that anymore. And if I would have had the, the the proper spiritual um, teaching mm-hmm. for my level back then, we talk about that all the time. I, I don't know if I, I might have been like what you're talking about. I would have probably kept myself into marriage if I would have understood the importance of it. Listen, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble, this conversation is off the hook. We talking about it. Is marriage even a real thing anymore? <laughs> we got to go to a break. We are coming back with some more. Keep it locked. You tuning to The Fix. And The Fix is in. Holy Culture Radio is operated by the CoreLink Solution, a 501c ministry dedicated to empowering people to reach their potential. If you feel led to contribute to this mission, visit www.holyculture.net slash donations welcome back dj focus dice gamble you tap back into the fix your source for faith diffuse hip-hop r&b and poetry in the middle of this real talk conversation and this thing is off the hook it's getting real real today
0: mm, you already know listen as real as it can get and marriage is, is super real you know what i mean it's a real beautiful thing and um you know we need to protect it more i wish people would see the blessing in it and and Please. really, really explore the idea of it and uh, have a heart open. You know, Proverbs 16 and 9 says, the heart of a man plans his way. But yes. The Lord establishes his steps. So you could, even as a woman, you could plan that one day you might, you might get married, day. you know what I'm saying? But you might not and that's okay, but it's like, trust God and whatever your heart is telling you, but just know god's plan will not fail god will provide whatever you need for the plan if you get somebody like i just got trust issues and i really like this person but i got trust issues like god will uh, protect you and keep you and walk you through those issues like that's all i'm saying is like don't let the enemy you know get you get in your mind and tell you what ain't gonna work and why you know what i'm saying like and trust me there is a humility piece that goes with being married you will learn so much about yourself when you get married, how awesome you are not, you know, like having somebody there who's a full accountability partner. And this is another reason why people don't get, want to get married because they don't want to ex- be exposed to what they really do and who they really are when they go home. You know what I'm saying? But if you want to grow... Nice. What they doing, guys? You wanna, D- doing? DL brothers, don't get me started. Like, oh, uh, don't, don't, oh, don't, don't yeah. do it, nice. don't, play. We'll do it. Yeah, we don't, don't play, don't, want no smoke don't play, don't play. No, <laughs> y'all can keep that. I'm just saying, like, I yeah like I'm real with you and I'm I'm glad you brought that up but it was like I've had a sister of mine and uh she was just telling me that hey she was dating this guy and uh I asked her and dating him for a while and I asked her one day I said where does he live at and she said I don't know Mm. I said so you ain't never been to his house no but he slept over your house yeah but he leaves early Sunday morning to take the trash out I said, okay.
2: <laughs> I ain't the smartest person in the world, but uh, come on, do get this one off of me.
0: Come on now. <laughs> and so it's like things like this. This is what I'm saying. Like these are not the games that God would play, you know. And I'll be real with you. When a man sees something, he won't. He he straight up go for it. Facts. Like he's like, whatever you got to do. You don't have to tell
2: us no <laughs> until you say no. We got a chance. <laughs> no 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 no. listen until you a real alpha man if until you say no we feel like we got a chance she yeah. said no yet
0: yeah uh, i'm showing up i'm i'm asking her out on a date oh, i'm absolutely. bringing the flowers i'm buying the yeah so it's like yeah you know come on now it's an honor to be pursued and that's something that god has made a woman's heart smile when men do that so that's why i'm like man don't block your blessing now don't block your blessing like i i definitely love it like my husband is he's just that he knows me he knows what works he knows how to you know make me happy when i'm sad you know lift me up like he just he's just like god will send you somebody who knows exactly where you are every single day that's why i'm like i love marriage but we could we could extend this man we could definitely get into something else but listen yeah y'all if you're married stay married and make your marriage better do something different today that you know that you didn't do yesterday keep it fresh um and for those of you who are not married and don't want to get married that's okay god has something for you but we need to protect our marriages better you know and and be praying for each other's marriages that's something you can definitely do um because You were talking about the couples offline, like having couple friends. Like, don't just have single friends if you're married. <laughs> don't so-
2: don't don't add no single. I right, listen. I'm praying for y'all. Y'all call them <laughs> friends. Y'all can't be. <laughs> no, you can't dice. You got to be careful. Now, so, so let's be very clear. Do what God's called you to do. Make sure you pray about it. So I don't want to. I don't want to be that dogmatic. But I'm just saying. You know, hey, you know, yeah, you know, if you're a beautiful woman and you got beautiful single friends, ladies, and y'all go out to go get some wings or just go have a meal somewhere and y'all hanging out, you think guys ain't coming up and shooting a shot at y'all? No, that, so so. why even set yourself up to, to be in a circle like that where you can make... A mistake. Let's be very clear. The enemy—that's uh, what he waiting to he creep in. You—you you happily married, and all of a sudden, you got Butch next to you, and Butch starting to look real good. Yeah, Butch. Yeah, it's—it's it's, going to be somebody gutter. You know, you—you—you you, you know. Yeah, it's going to be Car. It's going to be Carlos. It's going to be somebody. Yeah, the enemy going to send something to you. that's like yeah, just as good as your husband or better. And then now you, you get to that compromised situation. I've seen people crumble in twenty minutes. And be out of out of character, like out of really? character. Tw- tw- listen, twenty minute conversation, Joker, Joker talking real good, and and sister taking it. Or the opposite, twenty minute conversation, sister talking real good, and the Joker eating it up. I don't know why, but that yeah, that this is why spirits are real. We talk about spiritual warfare. Yeah, this Jezebel spirit and these other spirits that entice you. And yeah, you forget you got a whole situation at home mortgage, kids, college tuition. What, what you doing? You putting everything on the line. Are you for real? Are you for real? You putting everything on the line. Lord help me. So that's why I encourage. I encourage. If you marry, because friend is a strong word, Dice. It's different than associates and stuff like that. Friends go out on the regular, friends talk through text threads. I can't have a lot of the conversations about me and my wife with my with single yeah. friends, if that yeah, makes good. sense. I that's can't good. have those conversations because one, mm-hmm. I gotta hold myself accountable to not yeah. allow for him to stumble. I yeah. might, yeah, I, yeah, you might
0: get him, him the key to the
2: the, the Chicos, and he knocking <laughs> off he knocking that's off right. everything. I'm thinking I'm doing a good thing. I'm not. I, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, wait till we get blessed. So yeah, right. Listen, we got to go to a break. We coming back with more. Keep it locked. You're tuning to the
0: fix, and the fix is in.
2: And we back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble, show us off the hook today. That's all I got to say. Off yeah. the hook. G stizo came through, huh?
0: Uh, all the way, all the way. Listen, shout out to him. Definitely uh, dropping that heat. Um, you know, I put that uh, his his song "Empty" on our uh, on our prescription. Because I was like, I'm feeling this like this is a song that I, it was it was easy to hear, you know, clear message, you know, calling out to God. And I was like, man, I really, really like this song. So I'm glad we were able to get him on here uh, to hear his gems today.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Drop some, some, some valuable gems. And mm-hmm. I thought it was uh, good that we talked about marriage because he even shared in his testimony how God kind of convict him. Uh, to do what he needed to do and, and mm. stop uh, be out here wilding a little bit and being mm-hmm. promiscuous and no settle down and be with a kingdom wife. So shouts out to him and his wife. Uh, definitely excited for them. They're still in that newly newlywed phase. You know, if you ain't you ain't, I, I feel like if you ain't got ten years under your belt, you still a newlywed until you get ten on your belt. That's when Good. you uh yeah you season No no because the first I would say three to five, y'all still arguing, y'all still trying to understand each other. Y'all don't mm-hmm. even really know if y'all really like each other because yeah, y'all, y'all finally start to see where well, if you ain't been shacked up. You start to see people's living living habits. You know what I'm saying? Leaving stuff in this room, that room. Don't know how to cook, don't wanna wash the dishes, ain't mop the flow, cut the grass. Yeah, yeah. We we go through uh, trials of all that. So yeah, uh, ain't cooking enough. So yeah, I I would argue that first three to five years y'all y'all are really uh learning each other so yeah that's that's very valuable.
0: Uh, listen i I was gonna say the trust that's what's different you could trust somebody that you' dating but it's different when you marry because you know that they know you you know there's a connection there's a dedication there um like I said we shouldn't do it just for finances or anything like that we should do it to hear where God wants us to be you know to even have more God's presence isn't it nice to have somebody praying for you in the morning at night when you're sick? we don't feel good you know what i'm saying like a a person who really like you guys have grown spiritually together it's very very different and there's a different level of thankfulness too and then just that protection knowing that all right this person we about to do life together like it's very different when you have a commitment because now i don't mind being a little obedient like you said okay if i'm leaving my my drawers on the floor in the bathroom you say hey honey can you can you please pick your stuff up? Like, oh, oh, put them over there. It's different because, you know, this person, we together forever. You know what I'm saying? In the eyes of God and in front of men, we have said, yes, we're going to be here thick and thin, sick, health don't matter. Like, this is my place that I run to when I when I need something. And that's why I'm like, it's different. Yeah. When you single and you can date five people like, you don't. when that person I'll be real with you, I'm going to say this and I'm going to get off my little horse. <clears throat> you could be shagged up. But if you're not married, that person, when they leave the house, they can go see somebody else. There's no commitment to you. So so they can have five different six boyfriends and girlfriends and then they can still come back and lay up with you. But it's different when you guys get married. There's a different type of submission, you know, getting that unconditional love. And you guys have the same like perspective and goals and dreams together. You start planning, traveling. You got two families that you entered into. So now your community's bigger. You know, your kids can meet aunties and uncles. and It's just different. So, yeah, go ahead and, you know, seek God is what I would say. To see if you're supposed to be married or not. And if you are, protect that thing. Protect it. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. You love marriages so much. Focus needs to just start a whole marriage school. Like, he is the marriage champion. Like, I just want to get your t-shirt that says you you are the marriage advocate of the year. Because this is what you do. Like, And I'm glad we brought the statistic up, Focus. Only 64% of people are now married and have been over the past couple of years. So you having your parents as an example, God blessed you with that because that's not normal now. You know what I'm saying? You got almost 40% of people out here who don't get to have that experience that you had. But I believe that's why you're so passionate about it because you're like, Y'all can have the same thing my parents had, same thing I got with my wife. Like, you know, and that's another reason why we need marriages is so that will keep going and keep going and keep. If we ever go to the moon or Jupiter, guess who? Going. No, no, wait for it. Guess who is going to get chosen to be on these ships? It ain't going to be a whole bunch of singles because y'all going to tear up everything and ruin everything. It's going to be married. <laughs>
2: No, it's real. Yeah, they they, they are going to take a lot, a lot of it's gonna marriage. There's going
0: to be problems. some responsible married individuals with commitments. Trust me. It ain't, listen, there's no diss to you single people. You're going to be single in the Lord. But I'm just saying, like, there is accountability and a responsibility that marriages have. And I think we carry a lot of the weight of the world. You know, we, that's why we're building schools. And that's why, we, you know, anything that is pro-life, you know, typically is led by marriages. So... Yeah, that's real. All right. And
2: I love you. The, the last thing I'm going to bring up about that marriage uh, is it's accountability. I think we need to have more men and women accountable to understand the importance of what marriage is mm-hmm. and the importance of family structure and mm-hmm. the benefits of having that family structure mm-hmm. for the kids and for mm-hmm. the next generation. So mm-hmm. we got to get out of here, y'all. Tap in with us tomorrow again, like I say. And yes, we're going to have another Real Talk Conversation uh, for y'all it might be about singles since we talked about married folks so mm. we might have to talk about singles tomorrow but nah <laughs> we'll see tap in you never know what we are gonna talk about as always remember to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive Jesus Christ is always the answer Kingdom Advancement should always be the goal the fix is in we out peace y'all